welcome to the Cocoa Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. Good evening, everyone. I mean, good evening. I'm sorry. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Saturday, November 19th, and we're having Paradigm Shifters, Principles for Life and Success with Steve Duncanson and Marilyn Ocasio. Uh, Steve is going to be joining us late, and Marilyn is going to be taking over the show until he joins us. So, Marilyn, take it away. Hi, Aurelia. Thank you for the introduction. How are you, Aurelia? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Good. Very well, thank you. And Thank you to all of our listeners, listeners for tuning in. And I know that um, in our last show we were talking about trust, and we we mostly touched on the subject of trusting others, and if someone betrays us, and how it takes time to regain that trust. But one of the things that we didn't get to talk about was trusting self and how many times we are living life with so much fear, so much doubt, and so much worry because we don't listen to our higher selves. We're not in touch with our our spirit, as I would call it, because uh, many times those feelings that we have from fear and worry come from ego. And the ego is something that wants us to be in that space and wants us to, that be, to be in that space of, of suffering and not getting in, in touch with our higher self and our spirit, which is the place that comes from love. And love is the opposite of fear. Therefore, if we do something with love, we're not going to have that fear and that worry and that doubt because when we do it with love, we're doing it from our spirit. That's why there's so many wonderful actors, writers, poets, singers, because when they do it with love, they come from this place of inspiration and creation. And people that are operating from the place of uh, ego and they're operating from, you know, adrenaline and there's competition and worry and desperation. So if we just learn to surrender and really be in touch with our higher self and really get connected to that inner being from that place that we were born, that place of love, our spirit. And I, I teach uh, classes in New York City, in one of the most prestigious schools in, in New York. And I, I, tell them, I teach children and teenagers and adults and they've been very successful because they learn to operate from this place that I call spirit and love. So when you do something, you really trust in yourself. And there's nothing better than to live life that way. And I'm not saying that there are not times where I'm in that place of, you know, worried and doubting myself or having fear, but it's 
knowing how to overcome that and do things in spite of that fear and trusting and trusting oneself and knowing that we can do it and unlearning what we have learned. We have learned um, not to believe in ourselves. We have learned um, that we're not good enough or that we can't do it and it's impossible. That's what we learn because when, when we grow up, we have people molding us to be someone that we're, we're no, that it's not who we are. So it's about going to that place of trust and trusting oneself. And really, if there's any a moment when you want to uh, step in and say a comment. Um, oh, sure. I mean, I'm listening in. I do agree with you in regards to um, our development, our, you know, our developing years um, when we're learning and our foundation of who we are to be and what we are to become. It is important that those primary relationships be solid and not be filled with a lot of confusion and not be filled with a lot of mixed messages because that's what really shapes and molds how we act and how we interact with others as we get older and become adults. Yes, that's definitely uh, creates a lot of confusion and that's definitely what, what molds us when, when we're children. And one of the things that I teach my students is that we have superpowers that we don't use. And um, we have three, actually. So I say the first one is meditation. And most of us listening are probably saying, hmm, yeah, you know, I, I really don't meditate or I want to and I really don't take the time or I don't have time or it's too complicated. But it's not. It's It's just like I compare the mind with the ocean where there's, there are waves and when you go to the bottom of the ocean, it's just still. And those waves, that's our mind with the thoughts that are constant, constantly running. And they don't let us listen to our higher self. So when okay. we take that time to meditate, yes? Oh, no, I was going to say that... Um... Um, Oprah Winfrey and Deepak Chopra, they have um, 21 Days of Meditation. Uh, it's a free mm-hmm. seminar that they're giving right now. And I did tap into it, and I didn't meditate in the manner that they do it pre- uh, previously prior to doing this. And you are absolutely right. Meditation is so important. And it just, it does free you to think outside the box, emotionally. Right. Yes. And because that's when we really connect with ourself, with our higher self. And we let go, we learn to let go of that chatter. And it takes a while. If you've never meditated before and you're going to do it for the first time, you start with one minute, two minutes, and then start increasing it increase the time as you keep practicing it and eventually it just becomes uh, really natural and you're going to see how eventually all of a sudden you get this aha moment or all of a sudden this uh, you get this inspiration an idea or an answer because that's coming from within and that's 
is that's the first step. That's, so that's like a superpower that we have because it brings us to that place of our higher self and we get the answers and we get that relaxation and that peace inside that we're all searching for. And the second superpower, I would say, is we have something that we don't use as much as we used to when we were children, which is imagination. And if we don't use that, it's like a muscle that it's, 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 we stop using it and it becomes weak. But if we go back to using our imagination and imagining what we want our future to look like or just visualizing and closing our eyes and try and keep your eyes closed and keeping that vision for at least 17 seconds and you're going to see how difficult it is if you haven't done this in a while. So keep doing it and stay there until you have that feeling as if you're already there and as if you've already achieved it because you start to feel so good and it's it's a reminder that we can accomplish these things if we go into that state of meditation and then start using our imagination and visualizing it. And then the third thing that's going to happen is we're going to develop our intuition and our intuition is something that will guide us and that is what we have to trust you know how many times we have that little voice that tells us uh to to do something and then the, the mind is telling us no it's not good enough or i can't do it or it's not possible but if we really learn to trust that and to trust uh, that that intuition and go by that you will see how uh, miraculous uh, things can happen and I'm speaking about this through my own experiences because when I went through challenging times and things seemed impossible, I did the meditation, I did the imagination, visualization, and then my intuition and trusting my intuition. And with the intuition, there is no logic. It's like it doesn't make sense. So the mind will say, no, but how can it be? That's not possible. But the intuition... There is no logic. There is no analyzing. It's just, it just is. So if we really just go with that and follow, follow that, you would be surprised and you would be amazed. I can't tell you how many lives I've seen transform with my, um, my students in New York City and here in New Jersey with, with my, my Reiki. And once they start going into that place of meditation and visualization and intuition, how I've seen people's lives change in less than a month, within weeks. Amazing. Wow. It amazes me. Yeah, even um, someone with health issues, someone that has suffered from fibromyalgia. And so the doctors told her that she would never be able to be a chef again. And she was in a depression for two years. And she had lost all hope. And she, I think what she did was she put a message on Facebook and does anyone know anything that I can use because I, you know, I'm in so much pain. And my sister told her to reach out to me and she came in for a session and the next day she was feeling pretty good. And then she came in for another session. And by the third session she was crying and she said, Marilyn, for the first time I can say that I am pain free and I'm baking again. And she was crying and I was crying. It was, it was the most beautiful thing. And it happened so fast. And she's actually healing from the fibromyalgia. I'm amazed. And it's, um, she was able to let go of a lot of um, 
uh, past, right? Any any resentments, anything, anyone she had to forgive and uh, releasing energy blocks. And she started to trust once again. She started to trust in herself and believe in herself. And for the first time, she ha- she's living again. She feels oh. like she's alive again. It's amazing. Well, Marilyn, I have to say, for those of you um, who haven't had the personal Marilyn Ocasio experience, Marilyn is a ray of sunshine. She brings sunshine into a room. So I'm sure they had a lot to do with the ladies healing. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Aurelia. You're welcome. And this is something that I do with a lot of love. And I I see, like I said, I see people's lives changing and and healing, and it's it's the most beautiful, rewarding thing, and that's why I I encourage people to really, um, you know, follow their dream and trust themselves and not give up. That this young lady had given up; she had given up all hope, and she did not trust that she could do it again. And mm-hmm. I was able to give her that trust again in herself. Now, that, um, yeah. what I wanted to ask you was, okay, Steve covered us trusting others. And yes. and now you're discussing trusting yourself. Now, when you yes. marry the two together, okay, and I wanted you to answer from both sides. When you marry the two together, when there is not trust on one side and lots of trust on the other side, let's just say you're trusting yourself, but you're not trusting someone else. What does that look like? Right. So... As I mentioned earlier, trusting, not trusting someone else comes from that person may have betrayed you or maybe someone in the past has betrayed you. So even though you're trusting yourself, but you're not trusting others, you have to really look deep within and ask yourself, you know, why, why am I having a trust issue? Why am I not trusting this person? And really reflect on something that you're holding on to from the past and letting that go. And there's that one phrase that I love and says, um, you know, dance like if no one's watching, sing as if no one is listening, and love like if you've never been hurt. So it comes back to that and love like you've never been hurt and really working on letting go of that past um, incident that you may have had where you lost trust or one person may have uh, experienced something where she doesn't trust this one man that she had a relationship with, right? For example, and then she thinks that all men are that way and she blocks herself from opening up and opening her heart to, to trust again and to love again. And she's doing a disservice to herself because she's holding on to something and she's treating others with that in mind of something that has already happened in the past and is only a memory that that person is keeping alive. So it's about reminding yourself that it's only a memory that it's something that doesn't exist anymore. It happened yesterday or if it's something that, may not have happened yesterday, maybe something that you're experiencing today and not trusting that person. Then we have to look again once within ourselves and say, maybe is this something that 
is a reflection of something inside of me. Maybe this person is a messenger, um, as I call it, a messenger reminding me of something that's inside of me. And if instead of looking at the other person, start looking at yourself and saying, why am I experiencing this? Why am I feeling this? Why is this being manifested in my life? And look, really looking inward and saying, you know, why, why is this happening? Or not, not questioning like, like why me, not that way, but what is it in me that I can, can change? Were you going to say something? Oh, yes. Um, I was also going to say, okay, now when you're dealing with, that's the person who trusts themselves, but they don't trust another based on an experience and everything. What about, um, when two people totally trust each other, what does that look like? We already know what the opposite looks like. What does it look like when two people totally trust each other? That's the most beautiful journey that you can have on this life because when you trust each other, you're enhancing each other's lives. And it, it can be a marriage or it can be a friendship. And you grow together. Um, you help each other. Um, and it, it's so it's so open and honest that you it's it's almost like you live you feel so much lighter you don't have that that tension and that stress and that that weight on your shoulders because you're always uh, worried and thinking in your minds when you don't have that trust versus when you have this trust and it's life is so much more enjoyable and uh, like like a free spirit and not not having to live with that with that fear of that negative emotion because that will only drain you. Uh, negative emotions drain us and it blocks that life force energy that's flowing through our pathways that are meridians and when those pathways are blocked, that's when we experience this stress and eventually it even causes illness so when we release that that's how that's when we heal we heal mentally emotionally and physically and we we feel whole and complete okay now the i mean for, for me trust is just um it's not it's Trust comes easy for me. I, I mean, I just let people be themselves until they show me mm-hmm. something different. But, right. um, you know, you mentioned um, that total incompleteness, um, that wholeness that you feel when you are in, I guess you could say, in the same vibe as that other person. Now, all of these things are, are types of relationships that have to be maintained. And how do you continue to maintain that trust? Because we live in a world with so many different occurrences and situations coming in. And how do you, as that, I guess you could say couple or the, that friendship or whatever, that business partnership, what can they do to maintain that type of trust with each other and not allow negative influences that happen in our daily lives um, come in and kind of change it? That is a great question, Aurelia. 
And it, it reminds me of the book that we uh, mentioned uh, the last time with Stephen, Who Moves My Cheese, on you know, not taking things for granted. And uh, a few of the principles that that I live by as a, as a Reiki practitioner, uh, one is uh, just for today I will have faith and trust. Another one is uh, just for today I will express gratitude. Another one is just for today, I will be kind to others, to every living being, including myself. So it's continuing to show that gratitude, continuing to have that kindness, continuing to have that respect for each other, to have that open communication. As far as a, you, you mentioned a relationship like in a, you know, a couple or romantic, romantically or a marriage or a business. So for a marriage, uh, people thinking about getting married or dating, there's uh, Dr. John Gray, um, uh, the five languages of love. And the five languages of love is about learning what the other person's uh, love language is. And not not showing and expressing your love to that person the way you want the way you want it. It's about learning that other person's love language. One love language is physical touch. It may be a hug, gift, just to let them know that you're thinking of them. Acts of service, just you know, doing something for that person. Um, Quality time, just spending, you know, that time together and not taking, you know, each other for granted and making sure that you continue to spend that time together and having that quality time. Words of affirmation, words of affirmation, you know, some people just want to hear it. They want to hear it every day or they want to be praised. And that may not be what you need, but it can be what what makes them feel loved. So that will definitely maintain that wonderful relationship that you have. And you can apply the same thing with with a business partner. Uh, One of the uh, principles, Reiki principles, is just for today, I will do my work honestly and diligently, being honest with that person, doing your work, doing the best, being your best, giving you 100%, appreciating where you are appreciating who you're working with and always making it about the other person, not, not making it about yourself or what is it that I need is what is it, what is it that I can do to help this person? What is it that I can do to make things easier for them? And that will definitely maintain the, the relationship is the trust that you have. You'll build it even more because the person knowing that you're, you're living honestly and diligently they're going to know that and and you're going to feel so empowered because when we're not honest and we're hiding and we're saying lies and we have to hide that that really disempowers you and one of the exercises that i do in my classes is i have um, people put out their right arm nice and firm and i have them think about something really positive and something that makes them feel really happy and 
when I try to push their arm down, I, I can't because they're empowered. But then when I tell them to think about someone that, let's say, they don't trust or someone that it's not, um, you know, not very pleasant and it's, um, it, it's a negative thought. So their, their arm, I'm able to push it down automatically because what happens is the thoughts actually disempower you. So that's just one thing I wanted to mention because that's how powerful our, our thoughts are. We can be empowered and we can be disempowered. So being honest will definitely empower you. So that's uh, really cool stuff. And people are amazed. They, they, don't, they don't realize how powerful the thoughts are. And, you know, that's why I love giving these classes, especially to the young ones and the teenagers, because these are things that they really didn't learn at home. They really don't learn in school. And some, most, are hearing it for the first time when I talk about um, the thoughts and how they disempower you and how we are empowered when we have positive thoughts. My rules are um, in this class, we don't, we don't judge, we don't criticize, and we don't complain because those feelings drain your energy. And we, we, become, we become empowered and we learn to use our intuition and we going back to trust and then we trust ourselves and everything flourishes and unfolds just beautifully. Aurelia, are you there? I'm still here. Yes, definitely. Oh. Um, okay, okay. Okay. Now let's see what, what um, I'm, I had in my head. Yeah. What ways can we, um, what yes, what things can we practice, and what ways can we continue to keep ourselves from letting outside influences affect us on a daily basis? Because you said meditation and all of that, but minute by minute things happen. How do you um, combat those minute by minute situations? And this is the second one. How does negative um, dialogue coming from another affect you as well? Okay, yeah, that's uh, yeah, negative dialogue coming from someone else. If you if if you call someone and start complaining to them, you know that the other person actually their their blood they're raise, you're raising their blood pressure by by them listening to you, you're raising their blood pressure. So, that's uh that that's a really good question because you know, many times there are going to be people of negative uh influence. So we want to ask ourselves, who are the five people that I am mostly with? Are they, are they empowering me? Are they disempowering me? Am I associating myself with negative people every day? So you have to um, watch yourself and say, you, do, you, do you really want to be around that? I mean, I've had um, certain people that I've had to slowly, um, you know, shift away from. You do it in a way where... It, it doesn't happen overnight, but the more that you work on yourself and the more that you raise, I say you raise your vibration, you know, you start feeling good. Eventually, those people fade away from your life. You don't even have to do anything. And I've seen it happen with my Reiki clients over and over again. 
I tell them to focus on themselves and working on themselves and raising, always having those positive thoughts and um, not, when you have those negative thoughts, we have to learn how to control that. Our mind is like a computer that we have to learn how to control. We, if we don't know how to control it, it will control us. And the mind is something that can empower us. And the mind is also something that can destroy us. And the people that are weak from the mind, that's why they end up, um, you know, most of the times, right, every circumstance is different, but they'll go and escape with the drugs and the alcohol and they become, you know, addicted or some of them even end up committing suicide because their mind is so weak. So that's why we have to learn our mind. We have to learn how to control our mind and our thoughts and becoming aware of our thoughts Every minute, and you said it's minute by minute, because mm-hmm. I can't sit here and tell you that there hasn't been, you know, a, a one minute in my life where everything goes out the window, and then I have to say, Marilyn, come back, right? Get back on track, back on the spiritual path, and that's why every day, or at least I try my best every day to say my prayer in the morning and say that I want to live from my spirit and not from my ego, because we're human, and we're, that ego is going to come and kick in and, you know, say these thoughts, and my clients have had a challenge i worked with someone for two years and finally she is i could say pretty much free of that she can control it but her ego it was it was still bad like her thoughts and she literally has to say stop she would literally have to say stop and then shift her thought we kept working on that shift your thought automatically go into an affirmation or positive thought and come back because otherwise you have to picture it like a dragon when you have these thoughts and these negative thoughts like it's this big dragon put that dragon in a box and send it away and come back into a positive affirmation and a positive uh, something about maybe okay i'm grateful for this day of life i'm grateful that i'm healthy and we have to learn how to really control the mind and that could be a whole other subject on the mind and controlling our thoughts but that's that's what we have to work on every single day it's like a muscle and it's like faith right it's a muscle that we use every day and it gets stronger and Mm -hmm. if we don't use it it gets weaker weaker and weaker now how does these negative images and negative thoughts and negative conversations coming in from um, outside forces how does that affect our ability to trust oneself that's I think that's kind of important for you to share as well because sometimes we hear things I mean, and I could be wrong, and those mm-hmm. things make us question our ability, our, our, our um, ability to kind of like think things through carefully and to even trust our own selves. Give me, can you give me an example, really? For example, um, let's say, okay, you know that I'm, I, I like sports. I like it a great deal, and. I um I I went to the doctor and everything, you know, because something was bothering me. And I'm sure I trust my ability to recover, heal and bounce back. But the doctor's telling me you need to give this up. But I'm trusting my ability, mm-hmm. but this oh, okay. professional. Yes, well, going back to my client that had fibromyalgia, the doctors told her, you will never be able to be a chef again, right? So that was before she saw me, and so, of course, she's going to believe them, and that's it. All her hope, everything out the window. 
then she comes and sees me and I'm here to tell her, you will be a chef again. You will be. And I trust that you're going to be a chef again. Okay. So it's, it's about, See how that see how the influence is from the outside person. So here you have a doctor telling you, well, no, you can't do sports again, Aurelia. And then I'm here telling you, yes, you can do sports again, Aurelia, right? And then so then the trust. So it's not what the person says. Okay, so the doctor says this, right? And I and I say it. Yeah, you will be a chef again. But it's not what I said. Going back to what Steve mentioned in our last segment, it's not what the person says. It's what the person does. So it's what I did and say. Okay, so we're gonna do this. We're gonna have this session, and you're gonna come back, and we're gonna work on this together. And she started to see the results herself. So a person that never did Reiki before, and now she believes it. Now she trusts because of of the what has happened. And the results mm-hmm. that she has seen. So now she trusts. So it's all about what the circumstance is. And uh, really, going back to what I said earlier, trusting your intuition. Your intuition will not lie to you. And if your intuition told you really that you are going to do sports again and that you, you feel that you will heal from this and that you can feel heal from this and you believe it and you trust it, you will. Just like this. This young lady couldn't, she was in bed for days, in bed for days. And when you have that, that trust and you have that faith along with that trust, I, I believe that miracles can happen. I'm, I'm seeing them happen. Well, and I have to tell you, Marilyn, that that was, I got that conversation about a year and a half ago. Since then, I've been out exercising and doing everything that I want to do and Mm -hmm. so that's why I asked that put that particular scenario out there because I think people need to realize and understand you have to have trust in your own ability you have to have faith in yourself right and and know that the subconscious mind doesn't know what's real and and what's not so if you constantly say to yourself oh I I can't do this I'm not going to be able to not gonna I can I can or I'm not good I'm not good then that's how you, that's what you're going to believe, and that's how you're going to act. But if you can't, like if you are really were saying yes, I am gonna I am gonna run again, or I am going to, and you kept saying that, and you started believing that, right? You believe it, so then that's what's going to happen. So, like I said, words are very very powerful. In addition to our thoughts, our thoughts are like magnets that bring create the reality into our lives. Our words are also very powerful, like magnets. And when you say it out loud, your subconscious hears that, and that's what is going to start working on and working towards. So, okay. all of you listeners out there, I just want to, um, I want you to remember to have faith and trust. And I lived my life, when I had these really, really challenging times, there's a favorite scripture, Proverbs 3, 5, 6, that says, trust in God with all your heart. Do not lean upon your own understanding, and he shall set your path straight. Yes. I I say that one also. And I also say, you know, um, ask and you will receive. Knock and the door will be open to you. So those are mine. That's what I live by. And really believe. Really, really Mm -hmm. believe. And uh, I could go on and on. It's uh, 1 o'clock, but I want to leave it on that note. And that have faith and trust. Do not lean upon your own understanding, and and he shall set your path straight. Mm-hmm. And then well, you I want. Oh, me, I just wanted to let you know, Marilyn, 
And I did speak with Steve, and he sends his sincerest apologies. He's chairing a meeting, and he's not able to to leave that meeting at the moment. So that's why he hasn't been able to call in and join us. Okay. So we'll pick it up on on our next uh, segment. Mm -hmm. And as you were saying, how people can reach out to you and get in contact with you. Yes, yes, on my website, HelpingHealHearts.com, and my email, Marilyn, M-A-R-I-L-Y-N, at HelpingHealHearts.com. HelpingHillHearts.com. I also have a Facebook page, Marilyn Ocasio, and a Facebook page on Helping Heal Hearts. So any questions, uh, please feel free to reach out, and I would love to. I would love to help with anything that I can. I thank you so much, Marilyn, for your time today. You were amazing, as always, and I just enjoy working with you, and you will be back again next month, correct? Yes, Absolutely. Okay, thank great. you, Aurelia, for having me, and thank you to all of our listeners. Okay, have a good have day. A thank, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in. For more content, visit us at thecocoexpressshow.com 